0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Between Sermons where we're continuing the conversation from our Sunday sermon that so often just feels like it's a monologue. It's just a guy on a stage uh, just talking at people. Uh, And we really want to be able to turn that into more of a conversation and uh, include you in on it. As always, you don't have to have uh, listened to the Sunday message to get anything out of this. But uh, if you would like to hear that message, you can check it out in the show notes. We got a link for that. Uh, We closed out our N2 series. So here at CLC. Uh, we call our, our missions efforts N2, which stands for neighbors and nations, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just about what we're doing uh, globally for missions, but it's also what we're doing right here uh, in Chicagoland uh, for us. That's our context. Uh, but uh, I got to close out the, the series, had a lot of fun sharing my personal heart for mm-hmm. missions. And uh, today I get to hang out with a friend yes harry valentine how you doing man
1: doing great man i am so happy to be here today for another between sermons
0: you know honestly though it was one of those where i was like okay i'm sharing my heart for missions i need to i need to sit and talk with somebody that also has a heart for missions yeah i don't need somebody that just loves god i need somebody (laughs) that loves missions and uh, so i was like it's harry it's got to be harry let's do it uh and so yeah man we're gonna talk missions for a little bit uh we um we we've, we've kind of set up this series mm-hmm. to give each speaker kind of an opportunity to just share their passion, their heart, mission yeah. so uh my dad uh, approached her from the like hey if we're gonna reach the world it's gonna cost some money right right so he, he's he like shared his heart for kingdom builders and how mm-hmm. we can give above and beyond and make an impact with that then we have pastor Moy come in and he talked about his heart mm-hmm. for uh the community around and you know dropped this amazing bomb on us you're not saved to sit like it's something for all of us to so do good. so let's get to work uh and then i got to share kind of where where my heart came from mm-hmm. And I got to share kind of the, the inception of missions for me, which uh, I guess surprised some people that it started when I was 12 years old. Yeah. Uh, got to go on my very first missions trip uh, with youth ministry, right? Mm-hmm. You're a youth pastor. Yeah, uh, You have a teenage son, so like yes. you're, you're already, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about what that looks like. But my very first trip, what I didn't say on Sunday though, was actually my first trip was to Mexico. And uh, interestingly enough, was actually to my wife's home church in Mexico. Wow! Although we did not meet on that trip, twelve years old at twelve years old, Kiddo. Uh, we were both there at the same time. But we, she doesn't remember me. I don't remember her. We didn't, wow. we didn't cross paths. But I have pictures with like people that were like her friends. Uh, that's when, amazing <laughs> when she was growing up. So it was like, <laughs> like I stayed at the house of one of her best friends. What? And she's like, dude, how, how did Please. you hang out with Pepe? And I'm like, oh, that's what we. Right. Like so many random stories. Right. All of that happened. Uh, on missions, but I, it was that light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes we talk about you get this missions bug. Yeah, the first time you get it, because until you experience it, and this is true with so many things, yeah. until you experience it for yourself, you don't really get it. Yeah, like you can have an idea of of what it is, you can have an idea of how good it is or how important it is, but until you you, you touch it and feel it and taste it and experience it yourself, it's just. It's just words for sure and so i'm curious uh we talked a little bit before the show started uh i i i guess i had forgotten yeah your first missions experience was actually with me yep uh we uh we took a little church in blue island to siberia siberia that totally yeah. seems like the thing that <laughs> the, you do with people from <laughs> blue island let go to siberia, go siberia right yeah so t- tell mm-hmm. tell us about that first experience for you what was that like
1: man you know um before the trip Right, uh, talking to family, friends, and raising monies to get there. A lot of people were just like, why Russia? You know, <laughs> Siberia, like, what? It's it, such random, random, right? Yeah. Um, but I knew that God was calling me to the nations. Um, and when that opportunity came about, it's like, hey, this is it. God is calling me to
0: How How do you know he was calling you? Like, what, what, what was the, like, moment for you where you're like, I, this is for real?
1: Yeah, it started— Several years back, when I first walked into the sanctuary and I saw the flags in the ceiling, at that time, didn't know what missions was about, yeah. right? And so as uh, my family, we began to attend C O C quite often, and just to hear the heart behind missions and really getting a, a clear understanding of God's heart behind mm-hmm. missions, yeah. I knew then that um, this was my responsibility yeah. to be active in this area of missions so narrowing that down years after that having that those moments God was like hey it's time to go you know get ready it's time to go and so Siberia was it you know and from that time and that experience there life changing that was pre-culture life changing I think one of the very things that I, I got from that time in Siberia was God's heart for the church I had been attending church for years, but I was able to see the importance of um, edifying, building up the body. Because while we were there, we had this purpose and this mission to help build the body, to love them, um, to meet all of their needs as best as we possibly could. And so to see the body, build the body was amazing. And it just showed me how God loves his
0: church. And I'm I'm laughing when you use that phrase, you know, meet all of their needs, because most people don't realize it. But that trip, we did everything. <laughs> trip, we did everything. Like it was <laughs> it was all of it and the kitchen sink. It yes, was, it was one of those where like we went in just as servants, and it was like, yes, you know, I know that we're gonna minister to the teen challenge uh, mm-hmm. center that they have there. There's a men's facility, a women's facility. We knew that we were gonna do that. We knew that we were gonna spend some time mm-hmm. with the the local church. We knew yeah. that outreach was gonna be tricky because. Uh, There's some regulations in Russia of how you can proselytize and how you can't. And so, like, we had to be very cautious with that kind of stuff. But we just kind of went in to, you know, to serve. Yeah. And uh, we ended up uh, putting on a children's ministry training uh, seminar. We put on a worship workshop uh, with, like, multiple days to this thing. Um, My team, we split up. Yep. Uh, I went and built a bridge, a bridge where you took it easy and, <laughs> and taught Russian kids uh English. Yep. <laughs> ESL, yep. Yep. So ESL that we did, man, we it was it a was lot. It was so
1: much, man. I it think we did
0: lot. the um, multi-site training.
1: Uh-huh. Church. Yeah, we yep. did
0: some multi-site training. We uh we did some prayer gatherings, yep. sat with their teams and trained them on anything Russia. and everything. Uh huh, The yep. worship, the children's ministry. The, we went to their youth service. Youth service, yeah. We did some sports outreach. We uh, sure did. <laughs> we we just, sure did. If if you can do it on missions, we did it. Absolutely. And I think what I pulled from that was the answer is
1: yes. Yeah. You know, when you yeah, go yeah. and serve yeah. uh, on the missions field, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whatever we can do, yes. Yeah. Uh, because as much as we thought we were going there for them, yeah, it was so rewarding. Mm-hmm. And edifying for me personally yeah. uh, in that season of my life of just trying to transition into mm-hmm. this new space of mm-hmm. ministry um, and to see God hand on my life yeah. in the process mm-hmm. of it all, uh, encouraging me. Uh, the encouragement that I receive from uh, everyone on the missions, from the team, yeah. the team—it's uh, it, just multifaceted. Yeah. Like God shows his his yeah divine presence in all of the moments yeah. from your team to the team that you're going to serve uh, but then also in your family as well from okay. the support that you get back home
0: yeah I love I love that you know just say yes like when you're wearing our missions just just say yes like whatever it is you know we we always teach and I, I love that you you grab this I think more than anybody else on the on the team that that trip uh, go home empty mm-hmm. like that's what we always say like it, you go home empty. Yeah. you know I, I get a little extreme with it I'm like you can sleep when you're dead yeah like let, let's just go uh, which uh, I think the story that I shared on Sunday may may make some people <laughs> not want to go on a trip uh, with me promise you it doesn't get that it's crazy not that bad. Uh, but uh, yeah we just we just have this mm-hmm. this idea of you know I I'd never want to leave a trip with regrets sure right like if, if there's ever a moment that I'm sitting on the plane flying back home mm-hmm. I don't want to go man I could have I could have done one more or mm-hmm. I could have pushed a little harder there or I could have I could have talked to that person or I could have prayed with that person. I wish I had, I wish I had, I don't want any regrets. Yeah. Like, I just want to leave it all there, give anything and everything that I can. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very, very rare that I'll tell, uh, our our host or the, the local pastor mm-hmm. no to something yeah like just if you want it we're saying yes are we prepared for it not in the slightest no uh, are we the experts that you need for this probably not but yeah. we're just gonna say yes and we're gonna be obedient we're gonna do whatever it is that, that God has for us and that's that's our heart yeah right? and that and
1: that's huge that obedience piece you know being obedient yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're sacrificing a lot but yes the obedience is the most important thing yeah uh, in Mark when Jesus commanded us to go yeah right he said to take this news the good news to everywhere to everyone
0: yeah
1: that means everybody yeah and since we have the opportunity to do that our obedience in that commandment is is everything that's our first priority is to be obedient in that but then what you realize in the process of doing that what you're made of what God has placed on the inside of you and also um, how he has been intentional of meeting the needs of all involved. And that's what I received from the mission field is as much as we plan and we prep and missions training and and get prepared to go. When we go and we arrive, we realize that God was actually preparing us to to answer a prayer. Yeah. We're answered prayers, you know, on the field. So that's something I always think about
0: it's the it's that blessed are the flexible right? yes they're <laughs> not gonna get bent <laughs> out of shape but like it's it that is the kind of the heartbeat of, of missions for us is like just stay flexible like yeah whatever it is that that God's wanting you to do uh, he set this up before you even realize mm-hmm. and we've got so many testimonies and stories of like, you know, we arrive and didn't even realize that what we came to do, like there's somebody that had been praying and praying and praying, mm-hmm. needing something, and we show up and we're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we we brought our, our worship director, you know? Yeah, sure, he can teach your people. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, he actually runs a music school. This is perfect timing. Absolutely. Uh, like, it's just so many of those little things that are just, you know, you could look at them as like happy coincidences or happy For accidents, sure. but it's like, no, that like, God knows what He's doing. Yes, yeah.
1: You you hit it on the head. Of uh, in our missions training, what we would always go over was the asterisk subject to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So You had to always yeah. tell us like, "Hey, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen when we touch down. Yeah. I know what we were given, yeah. but um, you just never know." For an example, when we after being on a lone ride uh, to Russia, we get off the plane, and we were actually headed to to serve yeah. right away. Yeah drop your bags off it's yep. time to go yep you know if for a moment there you think that oh you get back you relax take a nap perhaps hey, nah. no nah, hit the ground running yeah hit the ground
0: get your bag I think they did show us our rooms yeah we saw there. Them. it was like here leave your bag here <laughs> that's where you're gonna be sleeping in like 12 hours yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so that was um, that's subject
1: to, to change the yeah. flexibility that you have to have yeah. to know that I'm on the mission field and I want to go yeah. home empty uh, so me and so we were actually sent, got on a, in a van, yep. and we went to another church. Yeah. I think an hour or so away. You looked away. at me like,
0: "Where? What are we doing?" It's time I was to like, go. "Just go with them. They're, they'll be fine." Yep. And <laughs> I love the trust you had in yeah. <laughs> me when I said, "It'll be fine. It'll be you fine." Just, yeah, sure. Just go. There's some children's workers that need mm-hmm. your help.
1: Need your help. And we went, and uh, it was amazing. Yeah. You know, so I think that is um, that heart of obedience mm-hmm. and that heart. Mm-hmm. Um, a flexibility. Yeah. The one who, if you could take those two things with you, when you hit the mission field, yeah. you'll be just fine.
0: Well, like one of the things that I love about you as just a person is um, you get something that I think the American church, and I don't want to be too harsh, but I think the American church struggles with right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is just this this concept that it's not about you. Yeah. And, and what I love about hanging out with, with you, Harry, is just you live that out. And yeah. everything that you do everywhere you go I and I, there are, there are more Christians out there that need to recognize and mm-hmm. need to realize it is not about you and that can be so harsh sounding sure uh, but like for, for me, I've, I've lived with this mentality this this direction my entire life as a Christian that the moment I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. it's no longer about me yeah because there are people that haven't gotten to that step yet. Mm-hmm. And so the moment I put my faith in Jesus, even the stuff that's kind of about me is really just to get me in a place where I can share the good news with somebody mm-hmm. else because it's not about me. Yeah. And and you you embrace that idea on missions and I I, I want more Christians to get to the place where they recognize because um, the, the the Western church has this com- consumerism mentality. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I'm going to go to this church because I like how it makes me feel. I'm going to go to that church because, you know, the, the teaching makes me feel good about myself. And it's just, it's me, 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 yes. I, I, I. And it's just, um, it's not about us. No. Like Jesus came to save everyone. Yes. And as long as there's still somebody that hasn't gotten saved yet, as long as there's still somebody that doesn't know the good news... We've got to do something about it. Absolutely, right, I love mm. I love that quote that, that PJ used in the first week. Um, you know, why why should anybody hear the gospel twice before everyone has heard the gospel once? Mm. I'm like, oh, so good. I got to go tell somebody. I got to tell yeah. somebody. He used another quote that was, oh, Pastor J was just <laughs> dropping these these bombs. Uh, that was um, the Great Commission is not a uh, option to be considered. Mm. It's a command to be obeyed. Yes. Right, and I think that that too many of us have have looked at missions as optional. Yeah. And it's like you know, well, you know, maybe we'll do that thing, um, but you know, we got these other things that are a priority right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, nah, like you, you can't you can't read your Bible and walk away going, okay, sharing the gospel with others is something that the evangelist does, but it's optional for everybody else. Yeah. Like no, like no way, n- not possible.
1: Yeah. Man, I I want to appreciate I appreciate um, those words and I think it started from that moment I received Christ mm-hmm. for myself, Yeah. that to your point, it was no longer about me and that if I could help someone experience mm-hmm. what I've experienced, yeah. that's the beauty of the gospel, yeah. getting the mm-hmm. good news to someone that's else. What, that's what makes it all worth it. The arrival of the good news for me changed everything in my life. Yeah. And so if that means, hey, in my own backyard, in the inner city of Chicago, mm-hmm. when I'm around and I'm about and I'm moving mm-hmm. around, I can do that here. It's yep. a lot easier to do it at home, right? It should be anyway, yeah, but we could get comfortable yeah in the way that we do church, the yeah. way that we do ministry, the way that we disciple, the way that we give yeah. the good news to those around us and missions for me has helped me to shake up that comfort, yeah to go yeah, outside yeah. of my comfort zone and really see God's heart for his people. Yep. And um, that's my desire. That's yeah. my desire to not only for myself, but for my children and, yeah. and my family, for them to take hold of that and continue that on throughout the next yeah. generation.
0: Well, you, you talk about family, and I think that that's one of the cool things for both of us mm-hmm. is we both have uh, a father who, yeah. who poured that into us, mm-hmm. that it's, it's not about us. And even though both of us, rebelled some, For sure. <laughs> you know, uh, said, yeah, yeah. whatever, dad. <laughs> uh, but it, it just, it ingrained in us and it gave us this foundation yeah. that, um, this is really cool. We're passing on to our kids. Mm-hmm. And so you and I were taking uh, a trip in like four weeks to Japan, yep. uh, to, to go to a 1% Christian Uh, area and bring the gospel but we're not going alone we're bringing our boys we're bringing our boys Uh, so you're bringing zion zion's what 17 now 16 16 just uh, i was at his birthday party how do do i not remember how almost come on this is my godson what's wrong with me uh so zion's 16 uh jaden's 13 Mm -hmm. taking our boys we're passing on that mantle and and really instilling in them like it's not about you yes and uh, man i can't wait to see the two of them uh in japan and just wide-eyed and yes i can't wait to see the fear of like you're gonna make me do what now <laughs> what it's like yes go share your testimony with yes. somebody like yes. hey we're gonna we're gonna pray for these people zion why don't you lead the prayer absolutely Like oh, I, just, I can't wait for that moment it's gonna be beautiful
1: it, it's gonna be very beautiful and, and one thing that i'm super excited about of uh, this God is a God of generations, right? Um, he is very intentional of making sure that what we have, we pass along. Yep. And so, to see my 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 son, who his his age is very significant for me, uh, because it dates the years I've been saved. Okay. And so, nice. um, sixteen years ago is when I received Christ. And okay. so, to now see him in that decision that I made to see him now continuing on, yeah. wanting to take the good news to everyone. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm excited to go on our first, won't be our last. Yeah. And, uh, oh no, he's
0: already got plans for next year. Yeah, he, he's, he's already like, he's <laughs> circling which trip he's going on next.
1: Yeah, so he's excited, I'm excited, um, and
0: uh, I can't wait to see how God is gonna use them both uh, yeah. on this trip. What does that mean to you to to pass this on to your kids, to, to say, uh, I've got a heart for missions, mm-hmm. but I don't want it to just be my heart for missions i want yeah. I want my kids to have that as well what What does that mean to you it's it means everything uh my dad
1: he did some missions uh when I was a young. he would go to Kenya mm-hmm. uh several times out the year, and so seeing him do that alone okay. like he would just go on his own okay. and to see that and to now.
0: That's so hardcore. Um, yeah, go. alone. Let's <laughs> go.
1: Eight trips later for me, <laughs> eight missions later for me. It's been eight now? Me. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Um, and now I'm at this point in this place where it's no longer about me, mm-hmm. that now I have the opportunity to share this with, with my children. Yeah. Uh, my girls, they're not quite there yet. They have interests. Yeah. Uh, but my son has... Been clear about yeah. what God is doing in His life.
0: Yeah, I mean, your your oldest was almost she was almost with there. Us. Absolutely, uh, almost. Fail, but hopefully next year.
1: Yeah, she'll be there. Um, yeah. But to now see God's um, promise yeah. to me and my son, and yeah. I'm looking forward to allowing for Him to lead me. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, hey, son, go. You yeah. know, be what God has called you to be. Unravel those gifts that you have. And really put him in a position to to thrive in his area of ministry yeah. that he has been confident about that he know that God has called him to so I'm excited to put him out there and see what yeah. guys does well
0: yeah I love it I'm gonna give Jaden a couple of years but uh my first sermon I ever preached was on a missions trip at 18 years old mm. and I'm like alright Jaden let's see what you got yeah but 13 I'll give him a couple of years
1: yeah <laughs> and I think you had mentioned something like this of uh, uh, being uncomfortable being comfortable comfortable being uncomfortable uh-huh. and it's something we share yeah. with our students is guess what when you arrive it's gonna be uncomfortable yeah. there's no way
0: yeah it's no way you're not Yeah, I think right? that's actually what we ended up titling the the message from Sunday it was yeah. comfortably uncomfortable yeah uh, and it really it comes down to this idea this is really the, the heart of the message on Sunday was mm-hmm. um, the the Great Commission is something that we must do like, yeah it, it, it's an it's a it's an act of obedience sure Jesus repeats the Great Commission five times in every single gospel and the book of Acts, mm-hmm. he says, Go, make disciples, preach to the nations, proclaim the good news, like some variation of it, but five times he repeats himself. Yeah. Uh and so it like it it's something we've got to do. Yeah. Right? Like it's not an option to be considered. It is a it is a command to be obeyed. Mm-hmm. So what stops our obedience? Yeah. Because if every Christian that's been reading their Bible uh, sees mm-hmm. these words over and over again, but not everybody takes action. What what causes the disobedience? Yeah. And honestly, I, th- I think it's just that comfort question. Yeah. It's like, man, I'm gonna have to spend money. I'm gonna have to take vacation time off mm-hmm. of work. It's gonna put me in an awkward situation. I'm yes. gonna have to travel somewhere. I'm gonna, you know. I'm going to have to eat food that, that I don't want to eat. And I'm going to have yeah. to, you know, be in hot climate or cold climate or, you know, whatever. So you, true. Like there's so many things about me. I don't get to sleep in my bed. and convenience. It's, it's just mm-hmm. we want our comforts. That's true. And I think it's it's a it's a big issue for Americans. And it's also why we're starting to see this trend where for 100, 200 years, uh, the U.S. was the number one uh, mission-sending country. Like it was just missionaries were— pouring out of the united states mm. um we're starting to see that switch sure and now like we've got missionaries from africa going all over the world we've, we've got in our church we have a missionary from africa that's a missionary to the u.s like because that's how bad we've gotten <laughs> right. like, we need missionaries now like what is up with that yeah. but um like yeah. uh, our 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 campus in the philippines they're sending out missionaries constantly you know yeah it's, it's incredible to see this shift. And while part of me is excited for what that means Absolutely. for the world, Absolutely. Uh, part of me is heartbroken. Yeah, Cause it just, it, we, we haven't done the thing that we were most, I mean, God has blessed Americans so immensely. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the stats are like, it's like, if you make $10,000 a year as a family income, not even individual, but as a family, 10,000, you're uh, wealthier than 84% of the, the population of the world. If you make more than 50,000, as a family, you're in the 1%. Mm. Like, and, and as Americans, we're like, dude, 50,000 is like, that's nothing. Like, how can you even survive for the whole family? 50,000? Dude, you're, you're in the, the 1%. And so I, I think we've just gotten so comfortable with comfort, mm-hmm. with having the things that we want when we want them. And this idea of sacrifice yes. for the gospel is becoming foreign to us, mm-hmm. where sacrifice for the gospel is reality in yes. other countries i mean we we have missions mm-hmm. partners that we can't even tell people about yeah like we we can't show video we can't show pictures we can't even no. list their name we, we have one partner that uses a pseudonym anytime he communicates with us just in case that communication is is uh like taken mm-hmm. by somebody that, that shouldn't have it like and it's out of fear mm. uh, and not even just fear. It's wisdom, because sure. if they are found out, it's not even like fear of what could happen. It is a guarantee of what will, will happen, happen to them. And that's the sacrifice that they live every single day. Mm-hmm. And then you come to an American church and you're like, give five dollars to missions. And people yeah. are like, oh, man, yeah. you know, that means no Starbucks today.
1: Exactly. It's
0: like, oh, it breaks my heart.
1: You know, um, it's sad. It's the reality. Yeah. Uh, but I could shine some light on that personally okay. throughout my experiences. What I've re- received on the mission field, so in Russia, I found a a desire, a passion, of a love for God's church. Mm-hmm. In India, this this love and and compassion for the orphan. Okay. In Croatia, very uncomfortable. Evangelizing, ministering on the streets, yeah, spreading the gospel on the streets—very yeah. uncomfortable. Singing on the streets—that
0: was a worship trip. Man. Yeah, you're not a worship leader, no, at all. <laughs> I think they gave you a Cajon or something, right? I had it,
1: yeah. I brought my <laughs> drum. Can <Making it> happen. <laughs> and so, you know, and you go to these different places, yeah. and you realize, wow, I do have something. I do have something to give. I do yeah. have something to contribute to the kingdom of God. Yeah. But it's on the other side of your convenience yep. or your comfort. Yep. You're not gonna find find that yep. on this side of comfort. Yeah. You sign. Mm-hmm. You find that on the other side of comfort. Yeah. And the moment you step on the other side of comfort, that's where yeah. God can give you His yeah. guidance, His presence,
0: absolutely, His anointing. And the the number of people that discover purpose. When they're on a missions field and and sometimes it's it's for missions that's the purpose that they find yeah. so often though it, they just they have this epiphany this this realization that, that god has placed something inside of them for a reason and then mm-hmm. they come back home and they're a completely different christian here yes uh it's not just about going and, and what's happening in the nations and and honestly like i, I want to make sure that we're clear with that too like when 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 jesus says go it isn't just across the water, right. In an airplane. Like when he says "go," he means walk across the street and talk to your neighbor. Sure. Like walk across the the office to talk to that other person. Like uh, going, you know, he he breaks it down. Like first here in Jerusalem, and yes. then we're gonna go to Judea. Like we're we're gonna expand this to this yeah. thing until it becomes to the ends of the earth. Uh, but I love something that that Pastor Jerry pointed out was that it's not a once we do this then we do that yeah it's like hey all of us should be doing all of these things mm-hmm. and and at the same time we're, we're both reaching chicagoland mm-hmm. and india yeah right like we're not we're not going to say once chicago gets saved then we'll go to india <laughs> right like it's no we're we're going to do both and yeah uh because that's that's what the gospel is all about
1: yeah and the joy of doing both and i yeah. mean you could do all three you could go you could send mm-hmm. and you could pray yeah you could do all three for sure um and i think i've had the blessing to do all three i've been able to go i've been able to help to send someone and and to uh pastor Asa's point that you contribute to the sending you then take on that blessing that comes from that so if if you're just unable to hey support somebody send them on a mission you see that throughout Bible, those who supported yeah. the disciples supported yeah. Jesus.
0: Paul gave all kinds of shout outs to yeah. people that were just giving to make it possible yeah. for him to go.
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, that's crucial as
0: well. Okay. That's important to the kingdom. I love it. All right, so tons of missions experience now for you. Eight mm-hmm. different trips. Um, what was your favorite? Like, if if you had to be like, okay, this is the one. And you're not gonna offend me if it's not one that I was on yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> like if if you were like this is this is the one. Like if, mm-hmm. if when I when I close my eyes and I think about missions, like this is the one. Kenya. Kenya. Um reason being What what you guys do in Kenya?
1: The orphanage. Okay. Um yep. yeah. Orphans. And the reason that blessed me so much because I got sick day one, okay, and for that first day, I just after getting there, I couldn't get up, I couldn't get going, I was ill. They found out the kids heard that I was sick, oh, and they said, "Can we pray for you? Can we pray for you? Can you guys get him? Is he well enough to come so we could pray?" I was feeling better. I get up and I go into one of the rooms. Uh, buildings that they were in Before I can get into the room You just hear this worship yeah. This, this joy This love of worship Coming through the walls Hearing it as I'm going through the courtyard And I go in And I have this picture They brought me into the center of the room All of these little hands Little hands Little hearts Just praying for me, not one person, the entire room, children, going to God for me. Yeah. That blessed me so much. Healed immediately. No more sickness. And to see that they, in their circumstance, in their situation, they don't know their parents. Yeah. But they know their Heavenly Father. Yep. They don't have the choice and the convenience of food choice that we have here at home. They don't have the luxury of their living situation. Mm -hmm. But yet the hope, the joy, the love, the compassion, and their faith in Christ bleeds through them, yeah. Such a blessing for me. Yeah. And every day that I would wake up, I was so excited to get out into the courtyard to see them, and they would just run up, and I had these two little ones that would not let me put them down. <laughs> I have pictures of just holding them every day I was there, um, and it was life-changing. It was just so beautiful. As much as I did, it don't mean anything yeah. compared to what they did for me yeah. they ministered to me they loved me they hugged me they I mean it was I had never experienced love yeah. like that before yeah. with all things considered in their circumstance in their
0: situation the love that I received yeah phew, it it breaks oh. you in the best way possible. Oh, man. It really does. That was
1: that moment I knew yeah. God's love for his people, yeah. his children. And, and we can't be selfish to think yeah. that we have the choice to choose rather than not, I should go. Yeah. Now I'm not saying circumstances are different for everyone. Yeah. But we don't have the choice. Yep. Because that hug could be the difference. Yep. That prayer could be the difference. Yep. And vice versa. You never know where you are in life. And that hug could change something for you once you make it back home.
0: Yeah.
1: It placed a desire in a heart in me to then want it to um continue that mission of of supporting the orphanage yeah and so now i continue that effort in my giving for them but then now i'm searching out i've searched out for other orphanages Mm -hmm. that i could support in that had it not been for that moment i don't know if if i've been able i would be it's huge yeah
0: so yeah we we, we said on sunday like you can't do everything but you can do something yes and uh, you know, had my 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 joke moment of the big brain of the you know something's always more than nothing, but it it yeah. it really is true. Like it is. if we can just get more people to just say, I'm I'm gonna do something. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can't go on a trip. Maybe you know maybe that's just not not in the cards. Yeah, but I'm gonna do something. Maybe I can't pay for you know somebody's three thousand dollar trip or sure. two thousand dollar trip. Sure, but I can give twenty bucks. Yep. Uh, you know do something Mm -hmm. I think that that when you take those even those little steps of obedience it really does lead to bigger steps of obedience Mm -hmm. and it's almost like uh, obedience is like a muscle yeah that that, like you 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 have to exercise it you have to put it into practice and the more you obey the easier it is to obey Mm -hmm. like the more you take those little steps the more when when God brings that big step it's like all right well I already trust you with this 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 and this I've seen you in all these things I'm gonna take that leap of faith with you. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's I think it's a cool thing that happens. Man, I got I got another one. I got another one. All right, one.
1: all right. Croatia. Okay. Street ministry. I mean, we're worshiping. I thought you were gonna talk about how
0: you guys met Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh do you yeah. Pronounce his name. Yeah. How do you uh, say the guy? Cucumber man. Uh, Cucumber I, I, man. I the little guy.
1: Love him. Can't but on the way, we met that guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> In the um, airport, right? Like yes. he was singing. And mm-hmm. he stopped and he was like, you guys are amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> Such uh, a random missions moment. <laughs> yeah. Only omissions, yeah. right? Meet a Marvel superhero.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know, I received some of the um, most devastating news
0: mm-hmm.
1: on a yep. missions trip. Yep. I remember. Um, to find out that my daughter at the time, my daughter, she had a, a hole in her heart. Yeah. Like she's seven years old you know we have been to doctors visits for years never have never noticed anything and no one have ever said anything but to be on a missions field and get that news thousands of miles away
0: where you can literally do nothing
1: nothing at all nothing at all and my wife at home children at home and at that moment you feel a little helpless yeah right like there's nothing I can do as a father, as a husband, um, felt like my words just didn't hold the, the weight or the value because I wasn't there in proximity. I wasn't close yeah, right. enough. And in the midst of that, all of it all, the team and God's presence of us each and every day, putting Him first, pursuing Him, going out to Him, worship and prayer and worship yeah. and prayer, and, and just this selfless approach to. To ministry in that moment I, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said I got her she's fine she's okay and it was in that moment that I received the peace that surpasses all understanding that I couldn't articulate I couldn't communicate to my wife other than she'll be fine it's gonna be okay but I didn't have the worry yeah. I didn't have the fear I knew that I was called to this mission, and yet God was taking care of that at home. Yep. And then the love and the support that I received from the family that was with me on that trip, yeah. the, the overwhelming uh, support back home, even from you all, like everyone just joined in. Yeah. And that is a reminder that when we say yes, God has already made provision Yep. He's already seen what's to come, yep. and he's already put the people in place for you. And that changed even my view on family, outside of those who I've, you know, my blood family, right? Yeah. Like, I've built some strong, unique friendships and yeah. relationships on missions. Yeah. They were there for me, each and everything. How's your daughter? Is everything okay? Everything all fine? And now I can say my daughter's 14 years old now. It's been seven years since, yeah. and she's thriving, yeah. no issues, surgery when well, playing sports, wells, playing sports basketball. But I think God's divine hand was on that for sure, and he was able to use that time yeah. with my family on that trip to console, to love, to support, yeah. but then also that then being led over into my family at home, yeah. they felt the comfort, the peace yep. of it all, the beauty in both. Yeah. Only God. Yeah. Only God. And who would have thought that all of this started or happened while on missions?
0: Yeah. Like God, he doesn't, he don't forget. I love He's intentional. It. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we say all the time, you know, we, we take a team on, on missions and, and, you know, our focus, our, our goal is to minister to the, the locals, to the people mm-hmm. there. But ultimately, without fail, the, the people that are most impacted is the team that goes. Yep. Absolutely. That's part of why I think everybody needs to go. Absolutely. Because right? there's, there's an impact that happens. There's a, a, a realization. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, a, you know, it, it's so easy when you're in the U.S. Um, that when you come across a problem, it feels so big and so life-ending. Yeah. But when you're in another country, especially when you're going to some of the countries that we go to, that mm-hmm. the poverty levels and the, the danger and the just just the, the, the realities of life mm-hmm. there compared to here, like it just puts things into perspective. Yeah. And it's like, man, I, I can't wait for uh, all of my kids to be able to go. Uh, on a trip like that like Jaden's not gonna get that in japan japan's wealthy japan's, japan's yeah, great for sure um uh, but uh i can't wait to take them to a place where it's like okay this is what it means to have nothing mm-hmm. but still have joy yes because like that that realization when when you think that things are hopeless mm-hmm. and then god just shows you what hope really is
1: yeah oh, it's beautiful oh
0: man and that and that like, I, I said on Sunday, like, I didn't get that sitting in a pew.
1: Like I,
0: I didn't get that, you know, in a church service. Like, yeah. I got that being on the mission field. Absolutely. Like, I, it. that's when it really became real and genuine and alive, mm-hmm. and, and I realized my faith is not about me.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. And can I tell you that I re- what I received on a mission field as well, there's realization of spiritual warfare.
0: Yeah, it's a real thing.
1: Now, it's real. No matter where you're at home, when yeah, you're yeah. missions, backyard, it's yeah. real. It's happening right now as we speak. But I was able to experience it on another level that I had not yeah. experienced it before. Yeah. In India. Yeah. Oh yeah. And when I tell you, I could do nothing other than read the Bible. I had no words. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't yeah. articulate it was a lot, but it was needed. Yeah, because I came home with a, a, a urgency, yeah. a realization that is not just about the natural yep. or the the comfortable spiritual moments, the yeah. things that we we do mundane spiritual practices that we have. This thing goes deep. Yeah. And we have to understand that and know what we're fighting for that the spiritual realm is real yeah i hadn't received that revelation before then yep. and i know we could i'm not saying this goes for everyone but for me personally i was able to see that there and it opened my eyes to go after uh the warring part in prayer yep. more I came back with this desire to pray more, pray often, yeah. pray, 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 because that is the the way that I could then fight those things yeah. that we're dealing with in the spiritual realm. That took place on a mission field.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's this idea. So, like, the Bible talks about us being the light of, of the world. Like, yeah. we're supposed to be a light. Well, when you're in a, a lit room, like, take take this room. Like, we got this this big old, you know, studio light above us. Like, if I were to pull out a flashlight and turn it on, it makes very little impact. Sure. But if I turn that same flashlight on in a pitch black room, mm-hmm. like, the impact of that one little light is huge. Huge. And that's what happens when you take a Christian mm-hmm. uh, from a Christian nation and take it to uh, an unreached people group. When we hit that 1040 window. Yes. Uh, and I think next year, so we got eight trips. I think five of the eight are in the 1040 window. Mm-hmm. Uh, And when you when you do that, like all of a sudden, this this little light bulb, this little flashlight, like the impact that it makes uh, and the reality of how important it is for that, Mm -hmm. because like without that light, that area stays dark. That's right. And and we need to we need to be the light of the world. Like we need to be what Jesus called us to be Mm -hmm. and do what he's told us to do. And I think I think that happens on missions yeah man we still make it happen here for sure uh locally absolutely Mm -hmm. but like for for me like when people ask you know why do you have such an uh an emphasis on foreign missions and it's like man there's a greater need Mm -hmm. there's a greater impact uh man you can get as as down to as the 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 value of a dollar right like if if i give a dollar to uh, a guy in chicago he's like can't even get McDonald's for a <laughs> buck true. anymore. Like no. the dollar menu doesn't exist. It doesn't exist, right? That's messed up. I give a dollar to some some orphan in mm-hmm. India. Like, dude, a dollar you eat for a week, eat for a month. Like, yep. it, it, the impact that you can make mm-hmm. with less goes further, and yep. it makes a bigger impact. And so, like, yeah, man, I'm. I, I taught an evangelism class I taught how to you know evangelize to your neighbors how to talk to to an atheist at, at your workplace about mm-hmm. jesus and i i believe in all that I think that's all amazing mm-hmm. but man if you cut me open it it bleeds foreign missions because there's just there's an impact that is made on on the world yeah. that just goes so far above and beyond anything else absolutely another part of it too that
1: we haven't spoke to is the experience mm-hmm when we touched down in Russia and we saw just, I've never seen green that green, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, the culture of the people, yeah. um, we get to experience the food, we get yeah. to experience the air is different, yeah. you know, it's yeah, time yeah. to go to sleep and the, the sun is still up, that's different, <laughs> that's weird, but um, to experience the different cultures, yeah. you know? And it's fun, Yeah, you know? You would really enjoy, and I say, a kid from the south side yeah. on missions, Yeah traveling the world for God. Yeah. Who would have thought? It's pretty cool, but I've ex- been able to experience God in so many different environments, so many different cultures yeah. that it helps me appreciate who he is even more. Yeah. And so uh man, missions is fun also. It is. Like I know what we're saying. Oh, there's it's, adventure, it's, there's it's so much fun, fun, laughter, joy. Yeah.
0: You can see things you've never, you'd never have a chance to see, except for on a National Geographic or, yes, you know, the, just the experiences, the food, the the people, like all mm-hmm. of it is just, man, it, it's amazing. It's it it's is. awesome. I love it, it is. I love every aspect yeah, of it. But too. I'm I'm kind of crazy too. So like. I love the bad food. Like, it's just like, like I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. I would never want to eat this, but hey, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, like, and we, we live with this whole mentality of like, it's all about the story. You it's tell. always about the story. Right? Like, yeah. I can tell people about water buffalo skin and fat yeah. for, for nine meals straight. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, we got a story to tell. Absolutely. Uh, but Absolutely. The, the impact that you're able to make. One of the things I loved on that Russia trip, Um, I've, I've talked about this before, but so we get to Siberia. Uh-huh we have this amazing time. The people are amazing. You remember Vanya yes. and some of the other guys yes. were just like, man, the, 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 they were so cool. There yes. was so much love. Like they were so genuine. Like mm-hmm. everything was, we were laughing like crazy. crazy. I still have no idea why napkin makes Vanya laugh so <laughs> right. much. Uh, but, <laughs> but we just had a great time hanging yeah. out. And I remember, uh, I don't know if you remember this. We were, we were heading to like that food court, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh-huh. uh, and we're walking and I just, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta say this. Like, Cause it was our local, like our, our local contact. Yeah. But she's a Canadian or, or or she, she had been in Canada for a while. So like not, not a Russian. Yeah. So I would probably be more careful with this talking to a Russian, but but I was like, okay, you you gotta, I, I don't understand something. And she's like, what? I'm like, you know, we, we grow up with the Russians are always the bad guys. Yeah. Like every movie, you know, especially nineties action movies. Like it's always the Russian guy. Yeah. Like like they're the big bad wolf (laughs) uh, kind of thing. But we, we, every media piece, everything Mm. that we watch, it's like this, this whole idea of, um, the, the Russian people are very cold and very hard and very angry Mm -hmm. and just very like standoffish and all Mm -hmm. this. So I'm explaining this to her and she just laughs and she's like, Mm you're no you're because because I, I pointed out i'm like but it doesn't feel that way when we're here right. like the, the people have been so loving and kind and she just kind of laughed and she's like no 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 russian people are absolutely all of the things that you just said the yeah. russian people were very cold <laughs> we're very distant we're yeah. very angry all that stuff she said but what you have to understand is we are christians not russians and it just like Ooh. talk about a perspective uh, switch like in that moment, realizing mm. that that kingdom identity comes before national identity, before skin color, before gender, before That's anything right. else. It's kingdom identity first. That's right. And it was just like, I, I got it. Yes. In that conversation, and I, and it, it was one of those things. It was like this is the moment that I don't want to ever forget. Like, yeah. Of all the things that I can take back with me from from Russia, and and that l- I ended up loving them so much. I, I think I went three times. Um, yeah. Uh, I just, I, they even took me in like February. Like yeah. you do not want to go to Siberia <laughs> no. in February. It was cold. Um, but like, I just, I had a, just this love for, for mm. their church and their people. But it, the one thing that I wanted to make sure that I took back with me is kingdom identity. Like wow. if, if all of us could live Christian first hmm. and then whatever other qualifier you want to put to it, that's, right. like, that's fine. But but start Christian first and, yes. and we're not going to act like the world. Because we're different. We're set apart. The yes. rest of the people out here may be cold and distant and mm-hmm. mean and all that. But that's not who we are because we're Christians. And Christians are loving and kind mm-hmm. and generous. And oh, it was just oh, such a such a powerful moment. Wow. But honestly, I'm well. glad. When I asked you what your favorite trip was, I'm glad you didn't turn it around on me. Because I would not be able to tell you. <laughs> I, like, I have no idea. Yeah. Too many places. Too many things. Learned too many lessons. and Yeah. Love it all.
1: And I, I have enjoyed every... Moment, yeah. From the what is it? 18 of us in a 15 passenger van, <laughs> driving on the mountain. Of course. Why not? Yeah, I mean, that totally was, works. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Squeeze in, get in, make it work. You know, every moment yeah. that I've experienced, um, I can truly say that it was, it was God. Yeah, and that if I was gonna do it for anything and anybody, it's gonna be for Him. Yeah, and I am so grateful that I've had the opportunity, and I do encourage. Yeah, anyone listening. Yeah take the step of faith just trust and believe don't let it be about the money don't let it be about the the convenience or Mm -hmm. the comfort because those things don't exist right when it comes to the mission field but it's so much more rewarding yeah when you go and experience god because that ultimately that's what we're going to do we're going Mm -hmm. to experience god in a different way yep And to see how he loves us all the same, but he loves us all differently. That's
0: beautiful to see. And it it all just comes down to obedience. Nothing bigger than that. Nothing fancier than that. It doesn't have to get more complicated. It's Mm -mm. just Jesus said go. And so we say, okay, because we are going to be obedient to the one who saved us. That's right. Uh, And so we we will not allow our discomfort with discomfort Mm -hmm. stop us from being obedient to the one who saved us. That's right. So Jesus said go we said okay so you and i we are going in a couple of weeks a few weeks a month uh to japan let's do it it's gonna be great next year you're gonna sneak into that israel trip too i'll be there yeah we're gonna have some fun yes sir it's gonna be good cool let's go All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for hanging out with us for this uh, episode of Between Sermons. Uh, We're walking into a brand new series uh, next week where we're actually walking through the New Testament uh, in six weeks. Uh, And so it's going to be a lot of interesting head knowledge. Uh, Hopefully you'll get inspired uh, for a love for the word of God as well. So we're going to have some great conversations uh, around that. Hope to see you there. Take it easy.